Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paul Hawksby <laughs> and Andy Jacobs, and this is the H and J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it's quite TV heavy today because Martin Kellner mm, yeah. gave us the pick of the non, uh, sorry, the sporting TV as yes, he always good does. Stuff there from the non-sporting uh, telly was hoovered up by a Brighton and Hove Albion supporting Mike Ward from the Star. Uh, we didn't necessarily talk about TV at all, did we? No, but um, we did have a bit of a chat about various things. Andy was in quite a prickly mood today with Chelsea's current form. I don't know if that will come across in this section we're playing you. I think it probably will. It'd be it difficult might. not to. I think that's just about it. Here it all is. Six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, it was something happened actually on the. Uh, when I got home the other night from mm. the game, uh, my Google News Feed yes. uh, story came up. It says, Roman Abramovich uh, will be buying the Turkish club Gottstep. So I sent my uh, son a text saying, we're going to have to move to uh, Istanbul. You are, that's <laughs> right. You're going to be uh, Gottstep. It's actually an angle. It's not true, though, apparently. No. Okay. Uh, and it's an angle. I've read of the good people at Gottstep. That was a new <laughs> one on me. Honestly, Thomas Tuchel, the other night, I watched the uh, interview when I got home. Yeah, it was like you. It was exactly <laughs> it was like, like me. Because if they asked you that question, is this tie still alive, you'd say no. No. Just yeah. like he did. And he said, if we play like this, we won't win another game this season. Yeah. My very words on the way home. <laughs> he didn't. I think at one point, because I, I listened to him, he did an interview for German TV, and he actually did say the blue square within five years. <laughs> he did. Even though the blue square doesn't exist. And they went through all the remaining games, all the remaining league games, and Norwich away. Oh, that's a 5-0 defeat, or we might get one. Know, yeah. He was just like you, Andy. It was great. It's grim. It's very grim. And it's not grim. Oh, is it your third grim. in the league? Not for Get much an longer. early goal at the, uh, the Bernabeu. It's a different game. Four nil. Come on. No, it's not four nil. You have a bit more Honestly. confidence in your team. Second half, they played quite well, didn't they? But uh, they had 17. Third goal killed it, didn't it? <sighs> Completely killed it from Talk your point of view. about taking the air out of it. Yeah. I think they might have got something out of the game. Mm. There were 17 attempts at target. I mean, even at the end, Zia yeah. should have scored and... You know, but I thought last night, uh, by contrast, it was a really battling performance by West Ham playing yeah, for was. the manager. They United, ever so well. everything you need to be, you know, to win a football match. And yeah. uh, I thought they did really well. They did play well. I th- it was a toughy, the old red. It was the softest of soft reds. But once the hands are on him, and I mean, he went down. He, he was, it was a kind of Richarlison moment. It, it, you think, why don't you stay on your feet, mate? You might have even because, scored because he knew he'd get something out of that ref. I, I just, you know. 
How's that a goal? It's like you think if you ever watch football, mate, that's not a goal-scoring opportunity. No, I agree. He's got to go to the angle, mm. the, the keeper can narrow it, the zoomer's getting back into position. Absolutely pathetic decision. Wasn't the, a good call. The ref was so pro-Leon, it was embarrassing. I thought was he a big fan of pom Lyonnaise or something? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, what an insult that is. Oi, ref, are you a big fan of pom Lyonnaise? <laughs> Must be. If you've got any of those, I do love those. I like those as I do well. love them. When people shout stuff out, you think, what are you talking about, mate? I remember years ago on 90 yeah. Minutes, we had a guy, well, there was an ex, it was Ipswich Norwich, mm. and one of the Norwich players had gone out on the lash with a team uh, that era and had dropped a sort of kebab wrapper on the ground and given a oh, mm. on-the-spot fine. And this player came over. I can't remember who the player was. I'm not going to just pick a name at random and get somebody wrong. But the player came over to take a throw, and it was all quiet, apparently, in the, uh, in, mm. in the, in the Ipswich bit. And this bloke went, Oi, litterbug! <laughs> I mean, really. And the player in question just turned around and looked at him. Everybody in the yeah. crowd looked at him. So when people sh- shout stuff, yeah. you think, mate, really? What what are you getting at? Or But then I think the bloke turned around and said, oh, didn't you hear about that? Didn't you read it in the... Po-? Then he had to qualify why he called him a litterbug by actually basically reading the story out of the East Anglian Gazette. Anyway, do let us know. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet to uh, TSH&J. Um, now, um, yes. Scotty Scheffler is number one in the world mm, and you'd think people would uh, you know know a fair bit about you on that basis yeah. fine golfer but he rocked up um, uh, at the um, Masters yesterday mm. and uh, the parking attendant uh, as he went in said ah oh, nice to meet you Xander thinking oh, really? he was Xander Shoffley that's yeah. right so um, nothing worse is that you go in there cock of the walk Number one in the world, and they think you're somebody else. Yeah, well, he's, he's only just really this season, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, it was only the last few weeks. So if you've ever been in that situation, it doesn't have to be a famous person. If it's a famous person, all the better. Um, but just getting the wrong person, it could have been someone you work with, could be mm. anybody, could be friends, but just let us know if you've called the wrong name in those circumstances, along with those random cries from the crowd that no one quite understands. Like Andy's one, is he a big fan of Pomley on A's? <laughs> Cut him to the quick that did the ref. He barely slept last night. Talk sport, Don. Talksport.com. I had others, but I felt they were a bit libelous. They probably were. <laughs> it was interesting. You see, Tete set that goal up for Ndombele last night. Yeah. He's, I mean, there was a decision yeah, made. I'm so pleased to see him playing well. Well, I mean, it, obviously, it's great and, to see him yeah, playing in light of the fact yeah. he's been playing in, in Ukraine. But um, there was a decision made by the Premier League not to take on those players, but he's looked really good for them, for Leon because he's, yes. he's just playing there and yeah. he's one of those players that has been allowed to, to go and play for another team in Europe. But, yeah. There we are. So, yeah, I think that, that was interesting. That Leicester got a tough old night in Eindhoven next week. That won't be easy. Rangers at home. It's only 1-0. I think they've got a chance. Yeah, sure. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The floor is yours. What do you want to talk well, about? Well, let's talk about Diego Maradona's daughter. And, uh, yeah. Apparently, she's cast doubt on... Uh, well, not apparently, she has. She's cast doubt on the sale of uh, Steve Hodges. She yes. says that's not the original one. That was the one he wore in the first half. And uh, She's not prepared to say where the other shirt has no, gone. No, of course not. But basically, the subtext is, how dare anyone exploit our dad other than us? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's find. a very cynical way of looking at it, yes. but you may well be right. But Steve... I mean, it is yeah, the shirt because I mean they 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 put a lot of work Sotheby's. They wouldn't put a price tag mm. like that on it without really looking into it. The provenance no, of it. absolutely. But, she, but she, she says Steve says he, he sh- yeah. they were both walking down the tunnel at the end of the second half. So mate, mm. unless he put the shirt on from the first half. <laughs> 
just to swap it with Steve Hodge. That would seem a bit far-fetched, wouldn't I'd it? I'd say so, They yeah. were walking down the tunnel, yeah. and when he turned to him, they pulled the shirt, and he swapped the shirt. Honestly, and she's saying he believes to be making, Hodge is making money out of something he shouldn't. That's ridiculous, isn't it? That's completely just, unfair on him, just I don't say a lucky really moment yeah. in life, really. It's, it's paid um, out, hasn't it? And well done to Sir Asdair Cook. Uh, he started the new county season with a century. He says absolutely everything about county cricket, though, doesn't it? Yeah. He can still do it. Is he, is, a, is he good enough to play for England, you think, on that well, basis? Of course he's good enough to play for England. Just do you see the young to. man getting an opportunity at some point? <laughs> he's a lot better than what we've got. Could be one to sure. watch. Yeah. And uh, apparently the star got a story about uh, Chelsea charging £8 for cauliflower, fried cauliflower. I thought that there was no food on sale anyway. I've never seen £8 for fried cauliflower? I've never seen fried cauliflower. Is that what <laughs> you and sale at the bridge? All the boy Jimmy and all the boys uh, sit, <laughs> oh, yeah, sit in the Matthew Harding. You'll have a bit of fried cauliflower. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where are they selling it, Andy? I've no idea. Who's frying this cauliflower? Nobody, I don't think. <laughs> I think fried cauliflower has been sanctioned, as far as I know. <laughs> it probably has. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this woman, Pat Keithley, or could be Pat from Keithley, she yeah. writes to the uh, rugby league country. Of very course, much so. Yeah. He or she, because it's Pat. I'm fed up seeing the same names on the Text Maniacs page. Surely other people have opinions you can print. No, otherwise they would. Didn't you realise it is the same people who write every day? It's the same as yeah. the sun. And the same person that reads them out. I well, think that's me. I like to give them fine. publicity. Yeah. And uh, I quite like this story about the dinosaurs uh, that were killed by uh, an asteroid, basically. Oh, and uh, it's that's like quite the, an old story, Andy. That's not. You didn't hear the breaking news stab, <laughs> did we? We got some news just coming in. Seems dinosaurs have been wiped out by an asteroid. But it's very sport the way it's described. It's the asteroid, the size of Mount Everest, crashed into the Gulf of Mexico, causing widespread climate disruption, mm -hmm. ending the dinosaurs' 165 million year reign. It's like they were champions. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're gonna knock them off their perch, <laughs> Alex said, of course, so famously, oh, especially the pterodactyls. Yes. The um, oh, well. couple of beautiful bits of tabloid mm. footballese last couple of days. Uh, Eric Ten Hag is not going to get funds to buy players. He's getting a war chest. Of course he is. Poor so war chest. He will be going. <laughs> he'll be going to different clubs with doubloons yeah. and, and, yeah. and necklaces, etc. And the other uh, corker today was that Bruno Larger has slapped a £100 million price tag on Ruben Neves' head. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he did? Walked into training just... <laughs> right on the old bumps here. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I'm doing a betting. One firm have got a really interesting Brit-based bet this oh, weekend. Yeah. You can basically back a, a British trainer to win the Grand National, mm -hmm. a Brit to win the Masters and the Australian Grand Prix, and a Brit to score the opener in the showdown between Man City and Liverpool. It's 612 to 1, so it's not likely to happen. Wow. But it's quite an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting concept. Certainly. Yes. Have you done that, Andy? If no, I haven't. Yeah. I decided not <laughs> to. Just inflicting it on other people, but not no, prepared just to do it, it was interesting. You know, no, it is interesting. Yeah, right? it's, a, it's a new angle. And it also, Sir Alex Ferguson had a very brilliant, he had a winner yesterday. Yeah. And uh, this is, I wonder if this is indicative of United where they are, because he says, it was an interesting quote, he basically said, racing is my life now, not so much football. And I should get the actual yeah. quote, hold on, where is he? He says, er, da -da -da -da. yeah, racing is part of my life more than football now. Mm. I never won three in the row at Anfield, that's for sure. So it's interesting. Well, he's still active. It? I mean, know he's an ambassador at Manchester United, yeah, but he's still sure, actively does, involved in racing, yeah. isn't he? But so it would put you off, wouldn't it? With the way the sort of season they've had, you, you'd have to be. Even Sir Alex must be thinking, oh, yeah, they great. do occasionally yeah. cut to him in the uh, in the um, mm. 
main stand looking a bit non-plastic yeah. at times. It's the big wedding tomorrow. I don't know if you're going you know, as part of the family. I don't know if you'll get What's there that? in time. The Brooklyn. Um, I'm, I'm a bit too distant family-wise. Oh, I'm going back 400 the... years and I've never yeah. met them. So I, I say even for the evening, I might be pushing my luck a little <laughs> I bit. Love, really. I love the description. It says, raised in Brooklyn where his future son-in-law, this is uh, Nelson Peltz, the father yeah. of the bride, yeah. uh, photographer turned aspiring chef, Brooklyn. Wow. <laughs> his yeah. job. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, here he comes. It's uh, Martin Kellner, squad number nine with a week of sport on TV. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. You all right? Well, not bad, Martin. I took to... I always like to know what we're going to talk about. Um, (laughs) And I I took to your Twitter feed to find out. Mm. And and there's a promoted tweet on it today. It's for the good people at Toby Carvery. I think you... As they've they've piggybacked on your Twitter feed, you should be able to go and get yourself. It's a (laughs) $4.99 breakfast, which has two sausage, egg, mushrooms, bacon, beans, hash brown, and a Yorkshire pudding, by the look of it, for under a fiver. Really? So well, you go and fill your boots. Well, I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like the fact that they put the scrambled egg under the hot lights. So basically, <laughs> it recooks. So you get it. It's sort of like the consistency of a Goodyear tire yeah, when true. you finally get the, the uh, scrambled egg. Is that what so, you and are open with at the store? Is it that one? That Did you Martin be... scrambled eggs Kellner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not a great fan of the breakfast buffet, I have to say. Okay. Uh, unless it's at a really posh hotel and you can get the sort of continental thing we get the sort of Dutch cheese, thinly sliced ham, croissants, mm. that sort of thing. I quite like that. And, of course, there's the bowl of fruit. And occasionally I like a kipper. But I'm nice. not going to go for the... Well, know, look, I just refreshed the page and they've dropped that promoted ad, so clearly you <laughs> haven't no, got their scrambled egg. You're dead to them, Martin. So, anyway, yeah. we move on. And yes. uh, we spoke to Peter Hooten about this uh, yeah. in the week. Uh, the Boot Room Boys on BT Sport, the story of the Liverpool Boot Room. Yeah, I mean, it's based on his book. Mm. Obviously, we know him from The Farm, yeah. uh, the band and everything, but he's now more of a writer, isn't he, than a, you know, than a popular music uh, person. Um, but very good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed quite a lot of this. I mean, some of it was uh, familiar, but they had all the, the right talking heads, and, uh, and you know, including Peter Hooten himself. Uh, and also, I thought it was, it was quite good the way they... Um, they sort of looked at it as a tradition and they interviewed Jurgen Klopp, who's <clears throat> sort of kept the boot room, but it's not the uh, it's not the little cupboard with the smell of dubbing and liniment these days uh, because he got his wife to uh, refurnish it or, oh. or to sort of... He's got a, a sort of update of the boot room and his wife, Ulla, has um, has uh, she's responsible for the furniture? So you suspect you suspect they're not sitting on beer crates anymore. No, no. Um, I wonder if they've got. They used to have a little bottle of whiskey in there. Yeah, it was a little meeting whiskey, place, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, I don't know if they've kept that going, but it's kept it's kept the spirit of it's kept the, the coach spirit and, the, and his coaches getting together after a game and around matches and having a bit of a chat. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. They interview the coaches, obviously, and Peter Kravitz, I think, is one of them, who said it was talking about the whole sort of ethos of uh, of the boot room and the trainers and everything getting together. And he says that he'd just been reading in a book that um, the importance of the team, and it says, you know, without the tailor, even the king would have to walk around naked. I don't know what book he'd seen that in, but um, he was, uh, you know, he was he was stressing the importance of it, and it's good that you know Klopp 
there was no way he was going to know anything about the boot room when he mm. turned up. And we're going back to the to the fifties when it all started. Um, but it's all there, and it, and it shows you the sort of the fact that tradition kept on, as as we know. Uh, and they a lot of interviews with the children and the grandchildren of Shankly, Fagan, Paisley, uh, Ronnie Moran. All those people, and you know, and they they talked about how it's um, how it sort of seeped through into their home life and all that. It's yeah. rather good. It was obviously it all started just pre Paisley. Paisley mm. was what nine fifty nine, I think he started at um, Liverpool after they'd um, they'd been relegated in nine fifty four. Yeah. And I'm just old enough mm. to remember Liverpool as a second division side. Wow. Yeah, I and you do as well. You I do. Well, I remember nineteen sixty five, the famous when. Their first trophy, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were you there? I wasn't watched it on one. telly, though. Oh. And, uh, and I used to go to the Cup Yeah, I did. There. I didn't go to that yeah. one. No. That, uh, no. and, so that's on, it's on BT Sport, and I'll tell you, it's available to watch on, the, on, oh, their, on their player there, yeah. and everywhere. So, oh, I'm interested uh, to get your take, because we're a bit tight for time today because of the racing, but I'm interested to get your take on the Ken Burns, Muhammad Ali documentary. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Four-parter. You, you've got to commit to this because it's uh, it, it's more than a four part. It's actually an eight part. Oh wow, really? They call it round one. There's two parts to round one, two parts to round two, two oh, parts to round three. There's a lot of stuff in this that is not entirely film. You remember I talked about uh, uh, about uh, Frank Skinner's documentary yeah. with Muhammad Ali. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff kind was of personal take, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was personal yeah. take. It was very interesting, but they were, it, it was a lot more familiar in you know, the footage. Mm. Uh, this is there's lots of stuff about. Uh, Muhammad Ali as an amateur, and when he, you know, when he first turned up at the uh, the gym, loads of people. You know, David Remnick, fantastic uh, mm. writer, has written a book about Ali and that. It's uh, a great book, yeah. yeah, and he, a New Yorker uh, editor uh, and that sort of thing. So all those people are interviewed. Lots of stuff about his childhood and his uh, his dad, who that was known as Cash. Obviously, Cassius Clay, a miniature volcano. They describe him. He, he describes us. He says, um, "I think when uh, Muhammad Ali was uh, about twelve years old, he said to his dad, why can't I be rich?'" And his dad pointed to his skin. So there's a lot of stuff about uh, about race in the early years, and obviously um, uh, the murder of Emmett Till, which is, uh, I mean, Bob Dylan did a song about mm. it as well, and that affected uh, um, the young Cassius Clay uh, quite deeply. In that he was almost exactly the same age as Emmett Till when he was, you know, savagely murdered. So there's a lot of that stuff. A lot of stuff about the uh, the eleven Kentucky businessmen who virtually without them you know these were all white businessmen in kentucky uh and uh, there would have been no muhammad ali because they they gave him a deal at that stage when he was still um he just turned professional Mm. uh that no other boxer no other boxer had or ever had had uh it was a fantastic deal where they uh, gave him a salary they paid him and they sent him down to angelo uh, angelo dundee Mm. in uh, florida all that stuff i mean i could go on forever about this as far as I'm concerned, you cannot have too many documentaries about Muhammad Ali. Um, he's a great, I mean, he, unforgivable blackness good. about Jack Johnson was brilliant. That was one of He's a great yeah. documentary maker, so I, I've not yeah, seen yeah. it yet. And I know you have to, you oh. have to commit because it's a lot of hours, but I'm looking forward to it, Martin. Yeah, it's brilliant. Is yeah. It, the next part is on, you're not going to give me time to talk about David Sullivan. Are we going to, 30 <laughs> seconds, are we knowing the Mary Whitehouse <laughs> yes. documentary, David he's Sullivan, your fine chairman, pops up again. 
Yes, the fine chairman of West Ham United. Uh, you see him as a as a 33-year-old when he was quite chubby, oh. you know, and quite pleasant looking and everything. Now, obviously, he looks more like a walnut. But they... <laughs> uh, I think you'll find your, your card won't be working at the London Stadium. You could be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a little clip of... I, I would advise anybody to, to watch it mm. um, because it's very funny. And uh, the, they say, the interviewer asks him... Uh, he talks about the fact that he tried to sort of push the limits, basically, yeah. on uh, what was uh, acceptable mm. or not. So, you know, it was just barely because the, the law was very hazy on this. Yeah. And understandably, try, you know, he did what he could to get round uh, the law or to push it as far as it would go. Mm. Uh, and he said at one point, uh, one in two of the um, magazines for solo male reading, <laughs> one, one in two of those were his magazines. Wow. And the interviewer says, did it get you this? Pointing to his grandiose living room with the big glass table Mm. and all the lights. It looks like a lighting showroom. A lot of awnings, I would imagine. A lot of awnings, lighters. Martin, you're getting me in trouble. I'm going to have to go. As much as I'd love to explore this further, I do love the idea of solo men's magazines. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it's time for Todd Macklin's American Sports Roundup. Good afternoon, Todd. Hey, boys. We're going to talk about a couple of goats in this section. Mm. We'll kick off with uh, <laughs> Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, this, the former Patriots tight end, his old mate, his old partner in crime for many years, was on Jimmy Kimmel's uh, chat show uh, talking about him. And um, it was quite interesting on, on his return uh, to playing. Let's hear it and we'll have a chat about it after. This is what he had to say to Jimmy Kimmel about the return of Tom Brady. 
You weren't surprised by that, were you? No, I was not surprised at all. I was actually surprised, like, how quick it was, because I thought he was possibly going to take a year off uh, or something like that. And then that. maybe come back after yeah, that. Yeah, and then maybe right. come back after that, because he'll always have it. I believe he'll have it at least till 50 years old. I mean, I see his work ethic uh, day in and day out, and uh, it's second to none. 50. You can't take a year off when you're 43. <laughs> exactly. And he's not going to play <laughs> till he's 50, nor should he, really. I mean, I can, I mean what, what's the, who has been the oldest top-level quarterback you can think of, Todd? I mean, is, is Brady the one already? Well, I think so. I think I think the names are like George Blanda and Otto Graham, right? Johnny Unitas. Those are the kind of the guys who played very late, um, very late, you know, into their 40s, kind of mid-40s uh, or so. But again, not at this level, not still winning Super Bowls. Again, not with this type of competition back then. There were nowhere near the amount of teams there is now. Um, it is, listen, it is funny. I always laugh when when people <laughs> retire and, and Brady, when he did retire, said to spend more time with his family. And then two months later, he's back. So it's either one got sick of the other being around the house, right? So it's like, you know, we need you to get out of here. It's always funny. but. It's it's interesting as well, kind of all the stuff that's happened since he's returned, you know, since Tom Brady announced he's returned. The, the Buccaneers moved Bruce Arians, their head coach, upstairs. There's a lot of talk that, you know, Brady didn't get along with Arians. And um, so, you know, Arians gets moved upstairs. Todd Bowles, who was the defensive coordinator, is the new head coach. There's a lot of rumors uh, linking Brady with Miami, saying that, you know, there was – there was kind of, you know, moves afoot that he would have ended up with the Dolphins. And people are speculating that, listen, he's going to play this coming year with the Buccaneers. Then he has a, a chance to go somewhere else. People are already pointing to the Dolphins. Wow. And Sean Payton, who's currently with the, you know, the Saints, would end up there. Like, it's it's pretty crazy mm. um, how, you know, just him coming back has led to all these other things happening in the NFL. We're going to move on to basketball. And LeBron James <clears throat> on a TV show. And uh, he said, which of the current players out there would you love to play with? And he said, uh, Golden State, Steph Curry, maybe not a massive surprise. Mm. But uh, then Steph Curry, they played that, that little clip to Steph Curry, and this is what he had to say. I'm good right now. How's that make you feel, though? I'm good right now. I mean, whenever you get the uh, interest or curiosity of what it would be like to play with, Arguably, you know, MVP kind of caliber dude. Cool. Like, it's amazing. Right. We all can live in that fantasy world, though. Fantasy world, he calls it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's unlikely to happen. Mm. It, it's it's mouth-watering, but how often do things like that happen in the NBA? Well, it, it's funny. It, it happens more and more, right? Like, it, the NBA is really a star-driven league, and it, it is now about the trios, right? Like, you, had to have, you have to have three stars it feels like, you know, when Kevin Durant went to Golden State and they won two championships, people couldn't believe that he would go there. Mm. But that's the way of the NBA. You kind of get, you know, three great players together. And that's kind of the starting point if you want to be an elite team. Now, Steph Curry had to downplay it because of tampering rules in the NBA. You know, they both are under contract to other teams. So Steph can't really get into it. And that's why he really downplayed it. And listen, he's happy in Golden State. He's not going anywhere. It would have to be up to LeBron to go there. And again, LeBron's, you know, his thing is he's tied himself to his son, Bronny, right? He has said he wants to play with Bronny. Bronny, I think, is eligible for the draft in 2024. So he's, you know, there's a lot of people speculating 
you know, he's going to wait, see where Bronny is drafted, and then he's going to go and play with that team too. Now, look, it's breakfast time for you, so do you fancy a Braves world champion burger? A half-pound <laughs> Wagyu beef burger yeah, with cage-free pan-fried eggs, gold-leaf-wrapped Hudson Valley foie gras, grilled cold-water lobster tail, heirloom tomato, bib lettuce, Tillamook cheddar cheese, <laughs> and truffle alioli on a toasted Irish-buttered brioche bun served with Parmesan waffle fries. Yours for $151. Bib lettuce, he was a guy for the Knicks. <laughs> Tremendous play. I think he was. $151 or 25 grand if you want it to come with the limited edition World Series ring, Todd. It is crazy, but there are people that are going to do this, and probably more importantly for the ring, right? Like, you just think of, you know, I remember seeing some data once that they talked about sports fans, and sports fans are more loyal to their team than they are to their friends, their spouses, their jobs, right? Mm. Like, that's how passionate some people are for their teams. So there are going to be people. And listen, we're going to be talking about it over these next few months, whatever, where we're going to hear some numbers of people that have bought the burger only for the chance to get the, the replica ring for 25 grand. They're they might always throw the burger gonna... away. They just toss the burger <laughs> in the bin or give it to a kid. Well, they, yeah. Oh, look, Todd, we're out of time. But good to talk to you. We'll catch up with you next week. See you, boys. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I'm going to have a quick chat with um, Mike Ward. I think Mike joins us now. Uh, good afternoon, Mike. Afternoon, guys. We're going to squeeze you in. It's been that <laughs> yes, kind of thing, Mike. Always love doing Always yeah. good to squeeze you in. Mm. Uh, Brighton, Arsenal. How are you feeling about your trip to Arsenal first as a big uh, Brighton fan? I think 3-0, probably. To you? Well, that's that's the pattern that's been set for our, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. by other teams. <laughs> so I'm uh, hoping for a nil-nil. I'm hoping you'll manage to make it like, difficult. Well, Brighton we could do the nil. Yeah. We're good at the nil. <laughs> yeah, the nil. It's not right. basketball, said your manager. It's very hard to score goals in the Premier League. He <laughs> no, said. protest too much. Oh, it's it's painful. Anyway, we'll pilgrimage, celebrity, celebrity pilgrimage doesn't yeah. sound quite right, does yes. it? Really? Yeah. And, um, you can never call it that. This has been going for three. I think it's like three or four years now in the run-up to Easter they do this Mm. thing where I mean they never call them celebrity because it feels a bit sort of vulgar in this context but they're well-known personalities Mm. but effectively it is so you've got everybody from Monty Panasata Scarlett Moffat to um, Will Bailey Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen and others all going off on a very long, arduous walk, uh, mm. Ireland and Scotland. It sounds like an arduous watch to me. The point being that they all have a different... I'm, I'm, I'm carrying on regardless. Uh, the point <laughs> being that they all have a different uh, religious belief or faith, etc. Okay. So it's an opportunity to sort of open up and talk about that sort of thing. BBC Two, they don't vote one of them out for not being Wouldn't religious that be enough. That would be terrible. Turns out you it? are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that bolt of lightning. Yeah, uh, the road to the Scottish Isles tonight, BBC Two, 9pm. Yeah. We're going to cu- touch on Lee Mack's new show, right? although Not Going Out is on tonight. Oh, Joe, Wilkinson. so Joe Wilkinson's on tonight. Brilliant episode. The okay. standard yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Ultimatum on Netflix uh, drops today. A strange new show, which is basically mm. couples who can't... It's an American show. It's oh, couples yeah. who can't decide whether or not to get married or not. One person is determined that they should get married. The other one keeps stalling. So the person who wants to get married has set an ultimatum. We either get married or we split up. And uh, six of I think six of them, or was it eight of them? I can't remember now. Uh, all gathered together at this place. And in each couple, one of them goes off with somebody else for three weeks and then decides whether they like that better than their existing relationship. And if they don't, then they get married. And if they do, then mm. it's all, all done. 
it's a very strange way to sort of sort out your your life and your marriage. But then that's <clears> I'd rather watch Brighton to be honest. Barney's <laughs> <laughs> come to that, has it? Um, uh, Lee Max One Percent Club tomorrow night. ITV One Eight Thirty. Mm. Andy's telling me produced by an old mate and colleague of ours, mm. Dean Nabara. Yeah, yeah it's a new, it's a new quiz show. I mean, I'm not we're not particularly used to seeing Lee as a presenter of things, obviously, mm. but he does do another show which starts next week as well mm. with Wim Hof, which we've seen a lot of publicity about. Um, oh, you were swearing at us. Then. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, that, this one it feels it feels a bit like uh, if you can imagine the, the the fastest finger first round in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but you don't. Everyone sits around, um, but nobody actually gets up and sits in the chair. Uh, that's not a very good description at all. But basically, a hundred <laughs> people, hundred people in the audience, each has a thousand pounds to begin with. Every time somebody gets a question wrong, their thousand they're eliminated, and their thousand pound goes into the pot mm-hmm. until eventually there's just one person left, and there's a hundred thousand pounds to win. And the questions are based on common sense and logic rather than general knowledge so you can kind of guess stuff and mm. get lucky or you can just be very sort of positive. is it an hour it half like an hour what is it? Um, I actually don't know where the guy I didn't mm. watch the whole thing to be perfectly okay, honest well, I don't know but it's uh, fair yeah. enough 8.30 tomorrow ITV um, mm. the Lake District Farm Shop that sounds like a bit of slow mm. TV oh absolutely yeah second yeah. series of this Channel 4 yeah. 8.15 tomorrow night from uh, the cast of Fast and Furious 7 is it <laughs> I take it doing this one. I watched that Smallville a film on truffle hunting. You know, slow TV is one thing. This was so slow. (laughs) No, that's just your broken TV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Slow. It hasn't warmed up. You're still white dot in the middle. Um, T-Bay, is that how you pronounce it? T-Bay Service Station. Yeah, famous Cumbrian service station, Mm. which is not like other service stations that we've all visited and been a bit depressed by it's basically mm. family run and it does lots of sort of uh, local produce etc etc so craft mm. brew Ooh. stuff and local cheeses <clears throat> and whatever you can bid so on t-bay to get it hey Thank beautiful you. put your bid on t-bay well, and to be honest there's again. nothing more i can say that's going to top that no <laughs> eight fifteen, channel four yeah um and then uh, a new series of sas who dares wins for those celebrities uh, who, who felt they they couldn't do the pilgrimage? Yeah, they mop up what's left. It's pretty much the same kind of yeah. thing. These are uh, this one isn't the celebrity ones. It's just the ordinary oh, right, person the ones. Um, and you don't have um, it's not got Aunt Middleton anymore. Some various other people. So some ex US Navy sealed people and mm. some Brit- British guys together, and they're all going out into the Jordanian desert. And I'll be honest, there's a, a little of this kind of show goes a long way. And I'm looking at this, and it just makes me feel such a wimp that I can only watch about seven minutes before I just feel... It's part of my new series, Who Cares Wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, he's on fire today. He's he in such a bad mood because Chelsea are stinking the, I, I, the I, place yeah. yeah. Um, that um, he's just kind of become like... It's me, I'm afraid. Just, I mean, it really is. I mean, <laughs> I I have a word with him. It's been <laughs> like, too late. like Gazza and Gary Lineker. Yeah. But we should also just mention the Lee... I know it's not, not the weekend, but yeah. the uh, the Lee Mac series that he does... Co-hosting with Hollywood, I mean, Lee, Lee Mack and Holly Willoughby together at last. Yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. Quite an unusual combination. But this is the thing that goes out on Tuesday night on BBC One, yeah. where they go to northern Italy. Eight celebrities travel to northern Italy to be set all sorts of cold challenges. You know, me and cold. But I managed to get through the whole of this one, so it's quite, quite an oh, achievement. Okay, if it's good, it's um, worth watching, is it? Diving into icy lakes. Yeah, it's mm. sort of inspirational because this guy has this belief that you can, if you can conquer the, your fear of the cold and the physical and mental fear of it, it can have all sorts of amazing benefits. I should have got you in it, Mike, then, to get your mm. fear of the cold. Well, you should have done, actually, but there will, there will be a second series, so let's not rule that one out at some point. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, enjoy the game tomorrow, Mike, and we'll catch up with you next week. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacob's Daily Podcast.
Producer wanted me to give the recipe out for the pimento cheese sandwich, just in case you want to make one while yeah. you're watching the Masters on Sunday. Are we, are we, how long are we going to have to be quick? Have we got time? <laughs> no, 30 I'll seconds. It, I'll give it to you on Monday. It's all over then, the Masters. <laughs> oh, there we are. Go on, Andy, do Too it. late. Give it to us. Quarter cup cream cheese, room temperature. Half a cup mayonnaise. Half a cup of sour cream. That's so much gloop. Uh, quarter teaspoon of garlic salt. Two cups of shredded sharp cheddar, whatever that is. Half a cup of freshly shredded parmesan. Half a cup of diced pimentos. Some horrible white bread. Stick it in the middle and there you are. There you set. are. Enjoy. That's Charge you yourself a dollar fifty. That's it. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We do it all again on Monday, reflecting on the Masters and uh, the National and, indeed, all the big football matches of the weekend. Do hope you can join us from one on Monday. If not, the podcast will be available at four. Have a great weekend. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.